My name is Dr. Lindsay Wisner. I'm a psychologist, author, a mom, and still an occasional shit show. You're listening to the Neurotic Nourishment Podcast. This is a place for smart, sweary women to talk about stuff that matters, stuff that can make us uncomfortable, but stuff that helps us to learn and grow and be okay with living in that discomfort of not knowing the right thing to say or do all the time. Thanks for listening. You can also find me on Instagram at psychshrinkmom or at neuroticnourishment. Hello, listeners. Although podcasts are certainly fun, in cases where serious matters need to be addressed, I would not be doing my due diligence if I didn't do a call for action. And uh, inspired by our current guests' uh, interests, I want to share a few resources with you, whether you're in trouble or you're looking to support someone else, or to share information with someone else, or even to donate some money to any of these causes so that they can take care of those of us who may or may not be suffering. Uh, The National Domestic Violence Hotline, the number is 1-800-799-SAFE. You can also do a live chat, or if you text START to 88788, you can communicate with someone via text. There's also the National Sexual Assault Hotline. It's free, it's confidential, 1-800-656-HOPE. SPARC, S-P-A-R-C, it's Stalking Prevention Awareness Resources Center. You can find it online at stalkingawareness.org. And then lastly, but not least, there is a current petition on change.org to stop serial domestic violence perpetrators and stalkers abusing multiple women. Just go to change.org and type in stop serial domestic violence perpetrators. You should be able to sign and please do so. 2,500, and 281 have signed so far. They want to get to 300,000. I'd like to get to 500,000. Please do take a moment to check out these resources and pledge your support. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Boobs plus brains equals badass bitch. That definitely describes Jamie. Um, This is like my eighth time recording this intro because even just talking about her is intimidating. Jamie is amazing. Jamie's the co-host of Strictly Stalking, along with Jake Deptula, and this is a true crime podcast that gives the survivors of stalking the opportunity to tell their story. Uh, it's, it's an incredible true crime podcast, and it's unlike most of the ones out there because they're not just telling what happened, they're letting the individuals, I'm not going to say victims, so the survivors tell what they went through. And they do so very carefully and cautiously and respectfully. And Jamie and Jake have an amazing piece of work on their hands. Now, the downside is she's annoyingly gorgeous and upbeat and sweet. 
and truly passionate about using her platform as a resource for anyone who may be struggling with domestic violence, stalking, or in any other way feels unsafe. You can find Jamie at Instagram at feathergirl77 or at Strictly Stalking Pod. You can also find her on Facebook at J A I M I E dot B E E B E or on Twitter at J A I M I E casting. Because, yeah, she's also a casting director. She's got a lot going on, you know, no biggie. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Hi, Jamie. Hello. How are you doing? I'm so flattered, honored, and freaked out to have you because I, well, I spend a lot of time stalking you, so to speak. Um, <laughs> no, okay. but uh, yeah, well, no, because I love your podcast, uh, Strictly Stalking. And um, the more I looked into you, the more I love the way you use this true crime genre, which is like taken off like wildfire. Um, Although I grew up watching Snap, so I know this isn't new. <laughs> like, um, but you, I do, love Snap. <laughs> I love Snap. I still do. Um, there's a great episode with Leanne Rydell who accidentally shot her up the wrong man, and like it starts off with the picture that was clearly taken at um, Disney World's like Wild West, and like she's got like a a rifle to like a shotgun to his neck, and it's black and white. And I'm like, that was the most tasteless thing I've ever seen <laughs> a way to go oxygen great great <laughs> um so tell us about your podcast and how it came to be um well sorry uh, I can tell if you want no <laughs> no um so I have a, a business partner and co-host, Jake Taptula, and we met on the set of um, a feature film that we were doing for Lifetime. I'm a casting director and he's a producer. And I visited the set at one point um, and we just kind of hit it off. I don't know how we started talking about it, but we started talking about true crime and serial killers. And so then um, the next time I saw him, I happened to get a package of um, serial killer coloring books. <laughs> So I brought him one and he was like, Amazon, you know, so I, I brought him one and I was like, Hey, thought you might like this. Here's a little (laughs) gift. You know, I like to give gifts to my producers. They keep hiring me hopefully. Um, and we just like hit it off. We, we were, we're great friends. Um, so we started talking about projects we were thinking of doing and things we wanted to do. And it was all centered around true crime. So we decided to start a company with ourselves, (laughs) Um, you know, hoping to like produce films and and do those kinds of things. And um, I listened to a ton of podcasts. I love the podcast. And um, by the way, just to plug, the company is called Creative Depraved. Yep. Creative Depraved. And yeah, so I called him one day um, because I'm very like, you know, fly fly away like I know think before you do things you know like we have a joke where like if we're walking in the forest and there's a pool I'm just gonna jump in and Jake's gonna see if there's water first you know so like (laughs) that's just kind of our dynamic so I called him and I was all like mad and like kind of bitchy and I'm like I want to do a podcast and everyone's taking all the good podcasts like there's no murders left for me (laughs) and he's just like and he's so logical and like 
no matter what I say, he never like strays from just being completely normal. <laughs> like it's so weird. My husband's um, like that. It's really fucking annoying. Yeah. It, right. I'm just like, like I can, I could, I could call him and be like, I killed someone. We need to hide the body. He'd be like, okay, Jamie. Like he it would, it would just be like that. Like he would Wait, just, you yeah. don't already know where you would like, <laughs> no, I do. I've got it. Okay, okay. um, so he called him. I was like, I really want to do a podcast. Everyone's doing what I want to do. All the good murders are taken. And he's like, okay, well, no one's doing a podcast about stalking. And I'm like, I don't know anything about stalking, dude. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, hang up on him. Like, that's dumb. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I hang up on him. And then I sit there because this is what always happens with my conversation with Jake. Then I sit there and think about what he said. I'm like, shit, he's, he's fucking right again. So I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know anything about stalking. Like, there's a whole entire crime that, like, I don't know anything about. So that's interesting. Um, so I started researching it. And it kind of turned into like something else where, you know, I'm reading about these people, like the things that people go through when they're being stalked and like no one's helping them. Like the laws aren't helping nothing. No one is no one is out there. They just have to like live like this a lot of times. Like there's just nothing to help them. And it's insane. Um, So that's within a couple of days. We signed with cast media um, with our idea Um, and they we just kind of went from there and you know so glad we did too because you know then COVID hit (laughs) I I did realize that I was like holy so my book was released March 18th 2020 it didn't do so hot needless to say it was how to be happy it's succinct term no one wants to be fucking happy and so I was like crash (laughs) and so when I read I was reading an article I was like fuck they lost they launched the same time but yeah. I was listening to podcasts like crazy during COVID. Everybody was. So, uh-huh. I mean, that was, we really, we lucked out with that. We really did. Um, and then, you know, we have, we're, we just approaching, uh, we just hit 5 million downloads, which is awesome. We're That's super amazing. proud of that. And um, yeah, you know, we haven't taken it. We've done one a week since January, 2020. And it's been a kind of an amazing ride. And now we're, you know, we're really trying to, make real changes, um, you know, in, in the stalking world, I guess, you know, we're trying to, you know, get help for people. It's, it's not just a lot of times people come to us and, you know, maybe for one reason or another, they don't want to be on the show, which is completely understandable. Um, you know, we work with them, we help them behind the scenes, um, you know, just try to get out of their situation, try to get help for what they're going through. It's, it's not easy. No. Do you approach, I mean, I imagine when it started, you approached the the women that are on your show. Um, you know, it's funny. Jake has a way with women. Um, he's very soothing and compassionate and like people like kind of congregate to him where I think, um, I'm not, I'm not a cold person. Um, or like less compassionate. It's just, I, I think I kind of get like triggered by things easier than Jake does. And so when I get triggered by certain things, I kind of shut down, which I'm working on. Um, but like, especially, you know, we have a lot of people that come forward to tell their stalking story and there's like a lot of domestic abuse involved in that. And so like, for me, that's a very close subject because I've also been involved in that, um, you know, with my, with my last 
boyfriend, <laughs> say I'm my last boyfriend, but whatever. Um, and so it's, you know, it's difficult to, to hear those things. So actually Jake comes across more, um, because he is so like even keel where I'm, you know, I'm, I'll either freak out a little or shut down a little or, you know, so it's, it's interesting, but Jake is actually more of the person that, that talks to people. If that makes sense. No, it does. Um, you know, I, you know, I'm a psychologist and I, um, I go through phases, but there was a while where I was working a lot with suicidal teenagers. And part of the reason is, um, I have a family member who has a history of multiple, multiple failed attempts. Fortunately, they're very bad at it for, you know, um, but it's something that I've grown up with. And so hearing the words is sort of like, I don't get triggered anymore. I just get like, okay, let's go into this. And in theory, every therapist should be trained like that. But I, when I started, I was never going to work with anyone suicidal, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's interesting, like how much doing the podcast has helped me personally on that level, because, you know, my, my relationship actually ended right before the podcast came out, which is great. (laughs) It was great for me. Um, and so like at first, like some of those first episodes, I, I just felt like dizzy, Yeah, you know, when they're explaining, you know, they're, they're saying, and then he did this. I'm just like, fuck, I know. Right. <laughs> I, but I didn't feel, you know, comfortable enough to like speak out. And, you know, I've only started speaking out about my own things, you know, in the, in the past few months, actually. So, but I think it's from, from the podcast, you know? Um, domestic abuse and stalking often go hand in hand. I agree. Can I, okay. And you please say no to anything. Can I ask how long you were with the person? Six years. Six years. Yeah. It was a very long relationship. (laughs) Can I ask what finally gave you the courage to leave? Um, yeah, I just left one day. Well, I mean, here's the thing. (laughs) fair answer but because it involves a lot of unpacking and I only want you to unpack as much as you're comfortable with yeah no that's fine um you know I I actually left many times as most people do yeah Uh, and then you know it's a it's a cycle you get sucked right back in um and there's no shame in that um it's very hard to leave a a toxic relationship um any type of toxic relationship it's very hard to leave you know you get confusing and it's you know there's a lot a lot in play um and when I finally left, I left, like it was, you know, when, when, when I finally did it, it wasn't that bad to be honest. I mean, for me, which for a lot of women, that's the start of something much worse. So right. I was really, really, really lucky. Um, and you know, no contact. It was just a straight cut. It was kind of amazing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a kind of amazing. And it makes me sort of Having watched a lot of Lifetime movies, it makes me somewhat, you know, nervous, know. but but happy that this is how. It- well, a lot of times people like that, um, you know, if they don't stick around, they move on to their next, next person. And a lot of times they already have somebody in mind. So he actually moved out of my house and into someone else's house, from what I understand. Oh. So I kind of, that, it made sense um, to me that. It makes sense to me also. I feel badly for the other person and, you know, but I also think uh, even if you had warned that uh, they wouldn't have believed it. Never, never. No, you know, when you're in that situation, you get very good at hiding everything. I agree. I I was extremely good. We, we went to a film festival once and we stayed in a house with 
a group of our friends and we had an, a pretty uh, epic argument, we'll say. And no one knew. No one knew. The music was on. No one knew, you know, and I'm very quiet. I'm not going to say anything. So, you know, like and it's, it's just, you know, people it, you get really good at disguising things and, and then you start to feel a little crazy. So, you know, there's a lot of correlation there with um with that and with stalking right and I also think it's um it's no one knew and or no one knew how to handle it because yeah you know but um so this is a bizarre comparison but again my science research brain so um you know you could like if you train a rat to push a lever and then you give him a pellet every time he pushes it when you stop giving the pellets it that it's called an extinction rate, that rat loses interest immediately. Um, if it's like every five times, they'll keep pushing it because they figured it out. There's something yeah. called an intermittent rate of reinforcement where you just randomly give them the pellet when they, when they push the lever. And that's actually, I heard this my freshman, sophomore year of college and stuck with me. That's why people stay in shitty relationships because you never know when yeah. the good's gonna occur you know and and the good does happen yes. I mean it's not bad all the time like we had some amazing times and it was always followed by something shitty you know right. or the shitty times were always followed by something amazing so you know overall it's it's just it was super toxic um you know and I I wish the best for that person let's just say you wish the best but the truth is on the <laughs> upside I wish the best for people of the world okay <laughs> Fine. World peace for everyone. <laughs> I just think it's awesome that like, I do think a part of the, your past has led you to this and has led you to be, yeah. um, you know, to relate. And I, I certain, you know, cert, there's definitely certain episodes. I sound like the biggest creepster. I've not listened to every episode, but since <laughs> you said yes, I have upped my ante, you know? Yeah. Um, but so I definitely hear you sometimes speaking more, sometimes speaking less. Mm-hmm. I want you to speak more because I love it when you, when, you know, Jake is fantastic too. But also, as we discussed before, like we like two people podcasts because it's two people sharing. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I'm with you. I'm impulsive as well. Um, and uh, <laughs> very impulsive. <laughs> oh, so this podcast started because my, um, one of my very good friends and I were at a park make like cracking each other up and someone goes you should start a podcast and like a week later we whipped out our phone no audio like worst ever and then started having guests and like our third guest was like her name's Gina she's like so have you guys ever heard of audio <laughs> you know like, we were like nope you know like what is that you know yeah um, and it's now- a crazy learning the podcasting is a crazy learning process like we are really lucky to team up with cast media because they they help us a lot obviously I had, I had no idea how to do a podcast when I first started like me and Jake were like oh yeah we're just gonna like record some shit and I'm like no yeah cast was like yeah no we need like a format we need like this and that and we're like oh shit this is the real deal <laughs> yeah I mean I I left out my my new podcast crimes of Long Island podcast he does a lot of podcasts and he actually has a very successful little house in the prairie podcast the first time we worked together apparently there's an episode where one of the characters gets raped by a mime and that he asked me to co-host with him it's weird as fuck um but uh that was how we worked together and then two years later this this came into place but he does all of that so 
I just show up. No, I just do I love it and show up. So I love it. You know, yeah, um, cast does a lot for us. <laughs> listen, I, I'm jealous, and um, I also think it's it's. I feel like you have a limited number of commercials, right? Um, I, yeah, I mean, we have a, hopefully a few every episode. Um, you know, that's obviously what keeps us going as, as you know, what, and what I didn't know is that podcasting is, um, it's really time consuming. Um, especially, you know, we have a lot of meetings and phone calls with our guests, like sometimes three or four meetings and phone calls before they come on the show. Um, because they, we need them to be comfortable. We need to not like, and a lot of our guests are anonymous for their safety, but um, we need them to be comfortable. We want them to be able to tell their story in a way that not only are they comfortable with, but it's, um, you know, concise and there's a timeline because it's stalking is so confusing. Like every story is like, there's, and then this happened over here and then this happened, you know, and we're trying to put it into a timeline. It's not easy for people who aren't used to telling this story like this is a lot of times the first time they've told the story too yeah. it's on our podcast um so it's not an easy thing for them to do you know sometimes we you know they they get emotional we stop for a while um you know there's a lot a lot more than I realized that goes into it right um in order to to put this together so so but, yeah I'm hoping we have like at least a few commercials every episode but I like the way you don't have too many because I will tell you first of all every podcast is the same advertiser. I know, I know. And it's also like with very few exceptions, but considering like the serious tone you guys take and the good work you do, yeah. like I like the fact that I'm not suddenly jarred out to talk about, you know, Daily Harvest every five minutes or whatever. Oh, Daily Harvest, I love them. Uh, well, and I, it's, but it's, that's, fun. it's not against them. It's just that like, yeah, you really treat this like, with the respect it deserves. I get it. Well, and we've been, trying to so I write all of our commercials um all of our ads so we've been trying to put like our personality into yeah. the ads because we don't put them into the show we don't put our personality in the show as much and so if you if you listen to the commercials I feel like they've really been getting better and better but now they're starting to tell kind of a story of our lives um like with the two of us like yeah. you know I mean kind of cliche story like like I'm always on vacation. I'm always in my bikini and drinking wine, you know, which is I did hear a that little bit true. And I was like, a little oh, bit true though. bikini and wine, but I'm fine with it. So, you know, it is a little bit true. I'm not going to lie. You but know, it's like nice. it gives people an insight. It's, it's not just, nice. yeah. you know, and, and Jake, I don't want to call him boring. Jake is the most even person I've ever met. <laughs> Jake is like, you know, he's, he doesn't really drink. He doesn't really, you know, eat bad things. He's like, he's just living his best life in a totally opposite way of me and so I try and kind of interweave that through our ads because it's the only place where people could get to know us right now you know right now I mean the truth is you I guess in theory you could bring out more of you guys in talking with the guests but it's about their stories as you said yeah. well um, and and my personality like I like to laugh a lot I like to laugh at inappropriate times as well like, so do I. Yeah. I get nervous. I laugh. That doesn't come across well when someone's like crying or talking about domestic violence. I start laughing. Like it's not because it's funny. It's because I'm nervous and it's hard to control random emotions sometimes, you know? It's, yeah. It's so, also, so, it, it does feel, the stalking part does feel a little hopeless and helpless sometimes. It does. It's like, what do you, what, you know, there's, there's so much 
sometimes going through my mind while we're doing these interviews and that um like for me like it's just hard to even like I'm just trying to stay focused on like not saying something stupid really because that's like kind of my mo sometimes you know like I get nervous or I get like if if there's too many emotions in the room I'm like uh I don't know what to do you know so but since doing the podcast um I think that I've changed a lot in that and we are starting to like relax more. I just, I don't want to like mess someone else up. Like, I don't want to say something, you know, when, when someone's telling their story and it's traumatic and, you know, they've gone through this and I don't want to be like, Oh, so why didn't you, why is this? You know, I I don't want to ask something that would be, you know, taken the wrong way or, you know, I just want to be really careful with people. Um, And so does Jake. And that's why it's their story. I think it's lovely. Again, I'm a shrink. So I have to ask all the shit in the world, you know, like, oh yeah. So, um, and also every guest is different. And again, yeah, this August 10th episode, um, the person's name or name in quotes is (laughs) Sally. And, um, she was very, it was a weird story. You guys, you should totally listen to it. Not in weird and bad way, but it's very interesting and odd. And I don't think I recommend handling a stalker like that, but. It's um, controversial. Right. Um, <laughs> just to be clear, I mean, do you want to tell them what Sally Yeah, is? for sure. Um, you know, and we don't, we don't give our opinions on, on the stalking stories. No. Um, we yeah. like to tell people how, well, you can't avoid a stalker, necessarily, but how to get help if, if you're going through situations and maybe how to um, see, um, you know, the red flags ahead of time, things like that. But for, so for this story, um, you know, she was being stalked. There were there were definitely stalking tendencies in her relationship. Um, and the, relation, the stalking was escalating. The relationship was toxic. So they broke up. Um, and after the breakup, she, he did sexually assault her. And instead of going to the police, um, she told him to go get therapy and to see what the therapist said. Um, and also to see if he still thought that she was the right one after therapy, then they would talk. Right. And, and we did get kind of like, you know, a lot of people were concerned about this episode, rightfully so. Um, and I, I do agree with the concern. The Sally was very young when this happened. Um, and you know, hindsight is 20, if you're listening to someone else's story, you can be like, Oh, well, I would have done this. I would have done. Sure. We all would have done something different. Like every one of my friends is like, I can't believe you stayed with your ex for six years. Like I would have left after the first time he X, Y, or Z, you know? And I'm like, Oh, like, I didn't really see it that like, you don't know what you would have done in the situation. And we tried for this story. We talked to Sally a lot about this. Um, and we tried to, I mean, she, she realizes, and I think she said, you know, in there, like she would definitely have gone to the police now. Like, what was she thinking? Like, of course she would have gone to the police. The most controversial part then is that after the therapy, she did become friends with him. Um, you know, acquaintances and, and friends. That is unusual. Right. So I'm not judging Sally because frankly, when I was listening to it, I was just like, dear Lord, uh, 
A, I wouldn't mind being that therapist because I sure as shit would put this in. But, but also like, I hope that he went to a good therapist. And, but Sally is someone who I think you could have played with more because she, it, was, it's, it wasn't traumatic and she sounds like she's in a good place. And like, if there's, I don't know. And so she just, she sounds- Yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting. Um, you know, I, I, I think everybody um, should be, should try therapy at least a few times in yeah. their life. Um, I love therapy. I think it's amazing. Um, and so I think for, you know, anybody that's a victim of sexual assault, you know, therapy is definitely the way to go. Um, you know, just kind of things like that. Um, I think, you know, I, I, if she's okay with how things turned out, then I think that's, that's great. Like I, I'm not you know, anti Sally. I'm not at all. I'm just saying like she, she clearly had some spunk to her. And I think that, you yeah. know, that's one of this, what I was like listening to this morning, I was like, Jamie, talk to her. You know, I, it was a really, it was an interesting episode. I know. Like, and you know, we did, we off. actually took, we edited a lot of things um, that me and Jake said out of there because we don't, we decided we don't want to give any opinion on it because we know it's controversial but we also you know if everyone turns out okay per se I guess um but of course we wanted to like really make sure that like if you're sexually assaulted if you're being stalked go to the authorities like it's it's one in a gazillion chances where you would be friends with your stalker later or that they would even go get therapy. And I, I think we are really trying to show like, oh, like this person got therapy and maybe they actually got better. Like maybe that's a thing. Cause we don't talk, we talk about like, oh, I wish the stalker would go get therapy, but we don't talk about, did the stalker go, go get therapy right. and what happened? We have never been able to approach that because we don't talk to the stalkers ever. Right, right. and um, I mean, I think, I think it's a great, I think yours is one of a handful of platforms that really considers what's their story first? Like that is yeah. your primary premise. And then I had mentioned before your, you know, on your Instagram and your link tree, um, you like, you really, I, I, I wrote this this morning, so now I'm reading it, but like I wrote, uses her platform to bring awareness to stalking awareness, victim abuse support, domestic violence. Like you have so many links, Black Lives Matter, um, stand up resources, training for first responders and victim services providers. Like you are doing, great shit assuming people are smart enough to look past the hot bikini and click on the <laughs> but I, I love that you're it's a podcast but it's a podcast with a purpose you know yeah we we want to make changes um and it, and it didn't start like that um you know it started out like okay cool like let's do this podcast and then all of a sudden we were in this world I mean it's and, and it's such a tight knit community. It's, it's an unfortunate community that, you know, you don't want to be in it. Like these people, they don't want to be in this community where, oh, you've been stalked too. And it's crazy because, um, guests of ours have reached out to each other and, and they, they all talk now. Like they're like, it's literally, we've, we've developed like a, a community. Um, but that's wonderful. You've made them. Yeah. I mean, long. it's, a, it's a, like, it's sad that it even has to be like that, but so great that we can give that to people. Cause there's so many people suffering in absolute silence, completely alone, isolated, you know? And also you started filming, you, or you aired right before the pandemic. So especially they needed this, you know, they really did. Well, and it's, it's so isolating to be a victim of a crime, any type of crime. It's very isolating. You know, like they say, when you're like, 
I don't say complaining about something when you're talking about something negative or upsetting, people will listen an average of three times and then they tune you out. So oh, like, okay. like, for example, I was in a toxic, very bad relationship and I would tell my friends, oh, like he did this. And they, after a few times, they're like, okay, like not to be mean, but you can only hear so much. You only take so much. And so that's why I think these crimes are so isolating because after a while people, they don't understand it. They don't, it's so hard to understand unless you're in it. Right. And now you've given these women a community. It's, I'm yeah. just saying women. I, I, have there been any men interviewed so far? There have. There, okay. there have been, um, there have been a few men. I think, you know, men don't come forward as much. Um, and, you know, more women do get stalked. And, you know, men are, are very victim blamed um, when they're stalked. You know, we've, we've had guys on there where the cops will be like, well, what'd you do to her? Yeah. Like, yeah. nothing you know like you're just stalking me or or you know like oh like you must have broken her heart so that's why she's stalking you for people who weren't even in a relationship with their stalker you know like people just don't understand how a female can stalk a male or also we've had men stalking men you know and that's a whole nother thing like especially if it's within the lgbtq plus community um cops don't take that seriously at all they they think it's like some funny you know joke it's very hard it's very hard to get help sometimes and it's not all the time I you know I don't want to cop bash at all because there's so many great ones out there that really 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 help and I've been there for a lot of our survivors and but there's some you know that aren't and it's not necessarily their fault they're just not trained correctly yeah I mean I don't think it's listen I don't I'm not blaming cops in this particular arena for you know we're on the same page there but um you know uh I wanted to look up stats and I did of like you know repeated um people so if I could go back in time and do my graduate school education all over I would make like my goal to find out um like people who are um abused it's usually sexually emotional whatever um there's all, it often happens more than once or if you're raped or mm-hmm. like, you know, there's this, it's recidivism. That's why I didn't want to say it because I was like struggling. It, it's same with stalking. It is. And so I did a lot of research and it's, you know, um, it's, it's, I have a bunch of random stats, which I'll, you know, give you, but it's so important. Like, um, you know, uh, a 2003 study followed 148 stalking and harassment offenders they were court ordered to undergo a mental health eval and followed up um, for between 2.5 to 13 years. Guess how, what percentage reoffended within the first year? Oh, all, all of them. Close, 80%. And that's just- Only eight? I'm actually surprised that's only 80. <laughs> only 80, I know. This is after they started getting help? Yeah, but I mean, help takes time. Oh, it takes a long time for stock. I mean, we've had, we had one, one woman on there that was stocked for 40 years. Oh my I mean, God. The, the guy was 70 years old when he finally stopped and they were in court. He was 70. Like what? That is insane. You, know, you just, it's an obsession. You can't stop. It's a, you know, it's, it's a problem. It's a problem. It's a serious problem. Um, another whatever uh, during a 12 month period of time 14 of, of every 1000 people 18 and older were victims of stalking um 46 experienced at least one unwanted contact per week 11 percent have been stalked for five years or more yeah um, oh yeah it's a, it's a long long process for a lot of people you know what else that, that 
we've found interesting um, just with our with who we've talked to. I think we've done like 82 episodes now is that a lot of people that have been stalked have also been stalked by more than one person. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, so I, I think yeah. that that's one of the more confusing. Like, how well, does that happen? I started yeah. looking into. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was curious about it and it does happen. And I don't, I, there's no guilt or blame being assigned here by either one of us. It's just interesting that this is something that happens. And like I said, with the sexual assault, that's, I would love to do research and go back, but it's very, you know, it's, it's very difficult. Um, you know, and more than half of the victims miss five days or more of work as a result. So it also takes, yeah, you know, an effect that way. Um, you know, my, my co-host and I try to do every once in a while, one of us has to make a joke, but it's usually a joke about the town. It's not a victim. It's nothing, you know, yeah. but we recently recorded about a something that's infamous in our town that happened many years ago. And like, we have friends and acquaintances who knew the, this young 13 year old girl who was murdered. And that was really, I, I mean, I felt like we were just constantly plugging away, like how to, um, how to get, don't let this guy get out of parole because like we were talking about it. So we had to do something good with it, but yeah. like you do that every day, you know, and I hope you feel good about it um oh for sure I mean it's it's hard to hear all the stories of people that still need help that are still going through it that are trying to get help and they're not like it's so hard to hear that but then you know if if people come to us like we will do our best to to anything we can do you know we can point people in the right direction I mean we're not experts by any means um but you know we've we've talked to a lot of people we've got some good ideas you know there's some places that we can send people for help and and you'll send me like a a bio or a list or i'll scavenge it from you so i can put it in the notes for anyone that might be yeah for sure i mean and it is all on our link tree um on our uh instagram at strictly stalking pod or my personal instagram feather girl 77 um or jake's instagram i think it's jake Jake D 3000. Isn't it funny as much time as you spend with him, you don't, can't rattle off his Instagram. I know. Right. I know it's okay. I it's, take him all the time. Like, it's details. Right up. Like <laughs> I start typing him in. Oh, yeah, Jake, Jake's the one you're taking. Of course. Um, you know, I just wanted to real quick mention your other interests um, because you're also a casting director, which I didn't know what the fuck that was until I started <laughs> stalking you honestly it makes sense I mean I didn't know either before I started like moved to LA and became one I really had no idea that was even a thing really because one of your articles is like I've always wanted to be a casting director I was like who the fuck has always wanted to be a casting director (laughs) I really said that um yeah no I like growing up in Iowa like we didn't I didn't even think that I don't know how I thought movies were made I had no idea um, my daughter came home from, she goes to perform my arts camp. She came home the other day. She's like, I want a manager or an agent. I was like, well, you figure out what the fuck it is. And then I'll, I don't know. what I know what it is and I'll get you one. Right, right. I'll, I'll Google it or something. But, um, yeah. but you've done, I was very impressed. Like, um, so the Paradise City was released on Amazon, you said. Yep. Um, and it's got Dre DiMatteo from, well, I know her from The Sopranos at Boo Boo yeah. Stewart, who, I know from Twilight. I'm a real classy gal. Um, And then Bella Thorne, who I know from like 8,000 other things. Yeah. Um, And it sounds like a very cool 
premise. Um, it's super cool. It, yeah. It's one of the cooler things that I've done for sure. Um, I watched it a few times and I advise everyone to watch it. It's on Amazon prime. Uh, you know, I, the director, um, Ash Evaldson, he, and he's also the creator, like he had this vision and, um, I was so uh, grateful that he brought me in and we just like, it was all his vision. Like we just like made his vision happen and everyone wanted to be in it. Everyone was excited to be in it. Like no one said no. Everyone's like, Oh, of course I'll do it for Ash. Like, and it just like happened. It was one of the easiest projects I've probably worked on. And he's one of the easiest people to work for. So, I mean, it, it was awesome. It and it's great. basically, I mean, the, the idea is it's, there's a rock star and a, a, a fan and they, they bond, I guess to me, the description I got from IMDb was like, <laughs> everyone's the same, no matter how much money, like everyone goes through shit and you can find a way to connect to other people. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it, and the music and it, well, cause Ash owns a, like a record label too. So, I mean, the, it's like the music is great it's just a cool thing and yeah it's about a band um you know they have some issues along the way and it just kind of tells their story and it's it's super cool that's great and you've also got river runs red um which mm-hmm. has got all these hot guys in that and yeah, yeah there's tate Eggs is is in that he's definitely yeah. hot john cusa oh john cusa. i still yeah that's that's ages us though do you know that like the fact that we oh, still have a thing it for does. It it's like i just want to like look out my window one day and there he is with the with the, the radio box, yeah. which, you know i think just saying boombox ages me i think it um, did too and now but then i felt stupid for saying radio so there you go um no so- he's i love him. yeah that was that was uh it was a little more difficult to work on, but, uh, but it came out great. Um, and you have all these things to point to and you're just super badass. And I think that's awesome. Thank you. Um, I mean, from Iowa to, I mean, I can't identify Iowa on a map to be honest, but yeah, it's, it's tough. My, my parents are actually, um, visiting right now. They've been here almost two months. So huh? my my life to them is just like this crazy thing and I'm like really I'm just kind of staying home because y'all are here <laughs> your life to most people must be a crazy thing because you're kicking ass in all these directions oh, and, thank you and you're doing great and um Jamie thank you so much and I really I love what you're doing for like victims and um I almost want a better word than victims because like, survive we call them survivors okay thank you I will call them survivors um you know because certainly words matter and 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 they matter so and they are survivors I mean they you know they're surviving or they've survived you know usually surviving unfortunately it's it's an ongoing crime but what you and Jake do is extend a hand to pull them up which is fantastic yes for sure thank you Jamie hold on thanks so much Thanks for listening to the Neurotic Nourishment Podcast. If you like what you hear, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, shout from rooftops, smoke signals, hot air balloons, whatever. I'll take any of it. Uh, And if you really like what you're listening, why don't you become a patron? Join our Patreon. Visit us at patreon.com backslash neurotic nourishment. Thanks. Thanks.